You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Bulldogs. Here on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Clint coming at you because it's August and that means this month we are watching football. Do you guys understand what I am saying? Let me repeat that one more time. This month we get to watch college football before our eyes cannot tell you how excited I am cannot tell you how excited I am that you're here with us on Lockdown Bulldogs Daniel is otherwise occupied he'll be back middle of the week I am here letting you know that we are fans and first and foremost if Daniel was here he would agree with me we don't talk like gurus or national syndicated media hosts you know why because I like my job. I like my life. I enjoy this thing. And if I was a guru or an insider, I would hate it. So I'm not. What I am, first and foremost, is a fan. And that is it. So if you're a fan, glad you have found your way to Locked On Bulldogs. You're a fan. I'm a fan. We're all fans. Uh, and we're going to talk like that. We don't take ourselves too seriously, nor each other. If Daniel was here, he'd say the same. Uh, and if he was here, he would let you know to hit us up on Twitter or email us dogs podcast on the Twitter machine. Go ahead and interact with us. Many of you have reached out. Let us know that you are there. We love interacting with you as well as whatever listening platform you are on. Leave us a review, especially Apple reviews really helps other people find the podcast, helps us out and helps you out. They can find it. We can keep going and you get the content of fans talking like fans. You reach out to us on Twitter. Let us know you were there. Give us show suggestions, segment suggestions. We are always here to talk about it. And as it ramps up towards September 4th, we'll be more and more excited for that. Today, I want to take you down a little journey with me, if you will. After I give you a little quick highlight of the end of the year, or I'm sorry, end of the month come August, what we're going to be looking forward to, I want to let you know why all y'all don't realize, if you haven't been on this podcast a while, all y'all don't realize, I am a huge fan of one of our running backs. One of our running backs has me absolutely enamored with his skill set, with his vision, with his ability, with his fast twitch. I'm going to tell you who that is, and I'm going to tell you why I want to see him get more touches this year. I want to try to back it up with facts best so that I can do. But before I do that, I want to give you a little hitch up with a little what are we looking forward to at the end of this month. Now look, admittedly, the slate's not the best, but, but just bear with me. At the end of this month, August 28th, all right, we're going to have Nebraska and Illinois going at it. Now, look, Nebraska is trash. Scott Frost should have never left the state of Florida. Uh, well, glad he did just for his own sanity, but turns out Nebraska, what's up, man? Uh, Illinois. Hey, you're Illinois. Uh, that is hitting us off at noon, August 28th. And then Connecticut, Fresno state, August 28th at one. Uh, if y'all don't think the, the Fresno state fight for the Valley, get that V up for the Valley. Uh, they got some pride over there. Hawaii and UCLA. You give me Hawaii. On August 28th at 2.30, hello. In UCLA, we don't know what to expect fully of them, but hey, they're kind of fun. But you give me Hawaii in a, in a kickoff of week zero, and then UTEP, New Mexico State. New Mexico State, why are you always at week zero, bro? Like, like, what contract did you sign to make this happen? They're going to be at 8.30, and then 9. Don't, hold up, don't worry, we got more. Southern Utah, San Jose State, okay. 9 o'clock, little West Coast kickoff. Nobody's mad about that. We're just going to be seeing football after football after football. And then the, the, the fun continues September 1st, September 2nd. 
leading up all the way to September 4th. And let me just tell you right now, oh, I'm going to try to run down the, the most exciting ones. We're going to see September 2nd, UCF, Boise State. Okay. Uh, new coach over there, UCF. What's what's happening? That's gonna be exciting. Something to look at. Ohio State, Minnesota kickoff September second. Minnesota row that boat. They got high expectations. I don't know. Starting your season against Ohio State's the best thing, but we'll see. North Carolina, Virginia Tech September third. Uh, there, there's a ton. South Dakota, Kansas. I just okay, okay. Kansas. Let's see what you. Nothing. You can do nothing. Is what you can do. I guess what I'm saying to you is. Guys, August, this end of this month, we'll be having excitement that leads on and continues on to excitement. This is how you kick a season off right. Well done, college football. Way to schedule these games. Couldn't be more thrilled about it. Hey, I'm going to come back after this break and let you know why one Georgia running back is on my list to get more touches. And while this doesn't mean I want him to get the, the lion's share of touches, I want to get more touches because I think... He is somebody that we all need. I'm going to try to fit him into where he should slot within this UGA rushing attack. But first, I want to let you know about Built Bar. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. How do I know? I've tasted them. I've tried them. They are delicious. They are, taste like a candy bar. They're high in protein, low in sugar, high in fiber, keto approved, pre-workout, post-workout, middle of the workout, meal replacement, on the go. Whatever you need, BuiltBar.com is the place to get the best tasting protein bars on the planet. Head over there right now to builtbar.com. Let them know we sent you by putting in the promo code locked on 15 to get 15% off your entire order. That's builtbar.com, locked on 15, the promo code to get 15% off your entire order. All right, who is this running back? If you're a longtime listener to the pod, you know who it's going to be because I cannot stop talking about him. And no, it is not Zamir White. Look, Zamir, good. I, I think Zamir is a very gifted athlete. I doubt his ability to see how the play is unfolding before him, to read where holes are, to read where linebackers are, to set up his running lane and then cut and get to it. He is no DeAndre Swift. He is no Brian Harrion. He is very strong and very fast. And I think if you need four yards, five yards in a cloud of dust, Zamir White is the guy to do it. It's not James Cook, although James Cook, I think, is one of the most talented running backs, one of the most talented receivers. No, no, no. Hold on. Wait a second. N not receiving back. He's one of the most talented running backs. As a matter of fact, it pans out. It, it filters out this way that Daniel and I have said, well, he's actually fantastic between the tackles. We think of Zamir White as in between the tackles. We think of... Um, James Cook as somebody who needs to go outside, who needs to be getting swing passes and screen. And actually, the stats don't exactly bear that out. As a matter of fact, they kind of flip it on its head a little bit. James Cook, very, very, very nimble and agile inside, doing great running. Um, it's not even Milton. Now, look, here's a deal. Kendall Milton, I, I think he has a chance this year. He goes out and proves himself. I think he has the opportunity to show us gosh, a plethora of skills, talent, and ability that are going to make us just drooling over his potential. I think he has that. But the guy that I want to see get more carries, more time in the backfield is a guy that actually at the end of the Cincinnati game to end the season last year was on the field. If you go back, I was on TV again. ESPN was replaying it. I went back and I, I had it on because it's there. I watched it. Kendall Milton uh, is not on the field. Zamir White, not on the field. 
James Cook not on the field. We need to get into range. We must get into position to kick a field goal and win. And and do you know who's there? It's Mr. Kenny McIntosh. And do you know what JT Daniel said after the game? When asked about that game, he says, hey, JT, how, how, how did it feel leading your team to that go-ahead field goal? And he said, I, I did checkdowns to the guys that were there, and they got us in position. You know who those checkdowns were to? Kenny McIntosh, y'all. So I want to talk about two aspects of his game, and then I want to talk about how he slots into this offense. I want to tell you what Pro Football Focus has him rated as. Now, if you take away less than 100 offensive snaps, so 100 is a, is a pretty good marker for me. It's, it's more than some. It's not the threshold of 150 that they ask to get graded on here. Just for reference, James Cook had 180 offensive snaps. Zamir White, 276. Um, somebody like Jaron Ely of Ole Miss at 360 snaps. Chris Rodriguez of Kentucky, 262 snaps. Uh, so if I take out those less than 100, here's where Kenny McIntosh ranks on that list. Are you ready? Chris Rodriguez comes in at one. Uh, Devin Akane of Texas A&M comes in two. Jaron Ely, three. Tank Bigsby. Now, that look, he good. He comes in at four. Brian Robinson, Jr., Alabama, Kevin Harris, South Carolina, and then Kenny McIntosh, the very first Georgia running back with over 100 snaps on Pro Football Focus, graded out at 80.6. 80.6 is his grade, which is incredible. Now, 86.8 of that is running. That's the highest. Just to give you some information, Zamir White graded out at, at 80.4 total. James Cook, 78.8. Zamir White, 81.6 running. James Cook, 85.2 running. So you go back to what we said. He's good at running the ball. Kenny McIntosh, 86.8. Now, you might be saying to yourself, oh, that's really good. That's really great. He can run between the tackles. But hold the phone. If you go ahead and look back to my aforementioned Cincinnati game, Kenny McIntosh, 71.7 in the pass receiving game. That's 71.7. That puts him right behind guys like uh, Tyler Batty of Missouri, good good running back. Devin Akane, again, Texas A&M. Um, he's third on that list of receiving running backs coming out of the backfield. Now, Zamir White's receiving grade, 52.6. James Cook receiving grade, 65.4. Hold up a second, y'all. See, what I'm saying here is that Kenny McIntosh is both great at inside running and a very gifted receiver out of the backfield. What I'm saying is he's more complete back. What I'm saying is he was on the field in Cincinnati when we needed points on the board. What I'm saying is JT checked down to him and he got us into position. What I'm suggesting to you is if any indication of the last game should be carried over, it's that Kenny McIntosh is getting more carries. Now, Zeus and James Cook, insanely talented people that are going, again, all the physical traits in the entire world, but sometimes at running back, the best physical trait is your ability to know and to run where the other guy isn't and to set up your lanes ahead of time. And that's exactly what Kennedy McIntosh does in an incredible way. I want to see him get more carries for those reasons because he's a guy that has vision and that is underrated. One of the running backs that I loved as a kid growing up rooting for the NFL was Garrison Hurst and he had a vision. That was one of the things that made him so incredible the vision to set up the West Coast offense running game over in San Francisco with the 49ers. He was so, so good at it. Uh, wasn't the most 
talented running back. wasn't the quickest or the hardest hitting, but he was all around back, and he had the vision for it. I think Kenny McIntosh is much more like it. Now, maybe I'm a little biased because, again, I enjoy Garrison Hurst as a child, so maybe there's something into that. But I'm telling you all, he, he's there. He's gifted. I'm going to come back after this and let you know how I see him fitting in with a very, very, very talented, very, very, very crowded backfield. Realistically, this isn't just what I want to see happen. This is realistically how I can see it playing down right after this word from betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is your sports book experts. We're on that sports book expert. Daniel and I later this week are going to be talking about handicapping every single one of the UGA games, how the bet line we see it should be, not what Vegas is going to do, but what we see. Therefore, you can take what we think it should be, compare it to Vegas, and go ahead and make determinations. If you think we're right and Vegas is giving you more points than what we say, then take the, the daggum points. If we think that Georgia shouldn't be getting so many points as Vegas is giving, then don't do it. Don't take that. Don't take That's a sucker bet. BetOnline.ag is your sports book experts. Go over there right now. Let them know we sent you by putting locked on in the promo code. They're going to give you 50% of whatever you put down right on top of your of your deposit. That means put 200 bucks down, you get $100 free money with locked on in the promo code. Free money that you can bet on all these UGA games with a handicap that Daniel and I are going to give you. And then in season, we're going to do week by week by week breakdown of locks. BetOnline.ag, your sports book experts. How does he slot realistically into this offense? Now, Todd Munkin wants to go ahead, and who is the, the most important player this year for UGA's success? Who is the most important player this year for UGA's uh, hopeful ascension to that playoff committee selection and then to the national championship? His name is JT Daniels. That's it. Not Zamir White, not James Cook, not Jorge Pickens. Uh, George Pickens, we call him Jorge. Uh, no one besides JT and his right arm. Okay. Now, Kenny McIntosh, what is he able to do? He is your best friend that if any given situation, Zamir gets in the game, there's a tell going on. Okay. Zamir gets in the game, there's a good chance he's getting that ball in a run situation. James Cook in the game, it's a little bit of a mix up. You never know. He's, like we said, we think he's very utilized or utilized very well in between the tackles. But Kenny McIntosh get in the game, and you can go shotgun, you can go below center or under center, you can go spread, you can get people in tight, you can bring in an H, you can uh, get old big fits on the end of the line, you can pass out of it, you can trust him to pick up some blocks, blitzing. He's not great at it, but he's capable of it. See, Kenny McIntosh, to me, fits in where he is that all-around, any, any single given play. You never know what's going to come. You can't do tendencies. Zamir White, James Cook, a little bit less to that. And I think you could still have a way in which James Cook gets his, I don't know, five to eight carries a game. Zamir White gets his 12 to 14. And Kenny McIntosh goes ahead and gets seven to eight to nine touches, let's call them. I know we like that term. And Kendall Milton still has his plenty in there. Look, I know everybody is enamored with Zeus and with the speed, and he did have an incredible play where he breaks off a guy because of a busted blitz on the left side and goes for 80 yards. I, I get it. All of that looks good, but if you want somebody that's going to chunk down the field, that if you want somebody that's going to have a long, sustained drive, and that's where I see Kenny slotting, and I see him realistically coming in second in the team in rushing attempts, Maybe that's nuts. Maybe Kendall Milton gets those. I, by the way, I wouldn't be mad about that either. And they use 
James a little sparingly. They they decrease Zeus's workload. I think honestly that's my biggest takeaway. If I saw Zeus with less snaps and Kenny McIntosh and Kendall Milton with more snaps, if it was even across the board between those four, I would be more than happy. That means Kenny's getting more and more touches and more and more opportunity. Same with Kendall Milton and Zeus less. I'd be very very happy. And I think there's a chance that may happen with JT running the show and his golden arm being the thing. I believe there's more of a rotation at the skill positions, and I think there's more of a, uh, don't no, don't hate me for this term, a more of an upbeat, not an up-tempo, to this offense where you want to have your foot in the pedal, and I don't think Zamir gives you that opportunity. I think he puts you behind the chain sometimes, and I think there's a chance that Kenny McIntosh shows out. It has been Locked On Bulldogs here on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Come back tomorrow for your team fan talk. We'll see you then. <laughs>